It was actually been a pleasant surprise for us. We never expected the relationship to be as good as it is between us and Strathroy Caridon. Welcome to the Growing Strathroy Caridoc podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sampson, and I'd like you to join me as we explore Strathroy Caridoc and what makes it a place where people and businesses grow deep roots. In this episode, we're talking to insiders at two of Strathroy Caridoc's fastest growing manufacturers, AutoTube and Metalcore. We talk about why they've chosen to do business here, what's keeping them, and whether they think they can keep up their growth for the long run in this part of southwestern Ontario. We start with AutoTube, a pillar of the Strathroy economy since 1975 and a major local employer with about 200 employees evenly split between plants in Strathroy and Watford. My name is Neve Hall. I am the production manager at AutoTube Limited here in Strathroy. Continuing a theme started in episode one of this series, AutoTube is a family company. It was started by Neve's grandfather, Ronald Hall, who was a pilot and aeronautical engineer. His son, Peter, also became an engineer and picked up the company torch. That makes Neve the third generation. Now, despite Ronald's background with aircraft, the company is firmly focused on making parts for land-based vehicles. So we are a tier one automotive supplier. Um, so what that means is we supply directly to many of the major automotive OEMs. Um, we mainly supply Stellantis, GM, Ford, Toyota, Isuzu, and Volkswagen. Um, so a lot of the key players in the automotive industry. In simplest terms, we are a tube fabricator. So we take a straight steel tube and we manufacture it to meet customers' requirements for car engines. We supply tubular fluid transfer assemblies for oil, water, and engine coolant. Fun fact, we are actually one of the only dipstick suppliers in North America. So that's pretty cool to have that home base here in Strathroy. <laughs> in her voice, you can really hear the pride Neve has for the company. Joining the family business was always something that she wanted to do, rather than something that she had to do. I asked her whether this positive family dynamic at the top trickled down through the organization. I'm biased, but I hope so. I really hope so. We have an amazing team. They're all extremely motivating. We have some employees who have been there since the company's inception, which is incredible. So that's coming on up to 45 years. Um, that in itself, I think, says a lot about the company that my grandfather and my father have developed and grown. We have a lot of actual families that work there. <laughs> We've hired a bunch of Ukrainian families, which has been amazing. Um, a lot we have really tailored to the Portuguese community, which I think is also great. Um, it helps people have lots of common interests in that sense. So it really helps add to the family like culture. Everyone gets along really well. Metalcore is newer to Strathroy Caradoc. They arrived in 2016. But this manufacturer of prefabricated steel buildings is also a family company. Our guest, Frank Fuca, is the patriarch and ran a similar kind of company in the U.S., but he's quick to specify that he's not the CEO of Metalcore. That job is split between his son and daughter, Joe and Nicole, who built the business and grew it quickly. They're actually co-CEOs. My son finished his university at Western and decided he wanted to go into business. So I talked him into getting into this type of a business because this is what I know. So uh, he started it in 2016. And then a month later, I decided to retire and, and join him. 
So yeah, him and I were the starter, you know, we started the company with uh, one other fellow. There was only three of us here. My daughter joined uh, approximately three months later. She was in medical school and decided she didn't want to do it anymore. And uh, so then there was four of us. We were in uh, Eastern London. We had 750 square feet. We ended up with over nine employees in there over a matter of two months. And then we built our facility here in Bridges, and that's what brought us to this, this area. Back when they started, they were just selling prefab buildings. They've since started manufacturing them. Before COVID, we were having a really hard time getting suppliers to uh, hit our delivery dates or our customers' expectation. So we started manufacturing. And then we now manufacture everything except for the roll-up doors for our storage facilities in-house. Um, we just bought new equipment that starting uh, the end of the year, 1st of uh, 2024, we'll be manufacturing the roll-up doors as well, which will mean we'll be manufacturing 100% of the product that goes into our buildings. So we make all the steel parts for uh, storage buildings and some pre-edge buildings. We'll do all the structural uh, steel, all the secondary members, all the cladding, roofing, and we manufacture that in Strathroy. Uh, so we do all the multi-story storage in the Toronto, Ottawa area. Uh, and then we do all of the smaller single-story storage that you see on the side of the roads and in the rural areas. We're into the uh, agricultural market as well, so we do barns, cold storage for the industry. But the majority of our business is just by accident, is storage facilities. In case you're curious, like I was, Frank says the storage industry is growing so fast because the rising cost of housing is pushing people into smaller and smaller units. Wherever there's a high rise, chances are there's a storage facility nearby. Makes sense. So they moved from selling to manufacturing. Recently, Metalcore decided to take even more of the process in-house to guarantee that they can offer the highest quality of service. In Ontario, we, we actually self-perform. We not only manufacture the product, but we put it up as well. So we've got, you know, labor force that uh, is employed by Metalcore. Two to three crews that leave Hamilton every day and two to three that leave Elmer. Metalcore is also taking steps to make sure that their office and sales staff are delivering that high-quality service. We're starting to do a lot better training for our salespeople and our internal estimators and We've started up a customer service division here, not to handle complaints, but to handle the project from start to finish to make sure that it goes smoothly, that the material is on site when it's supposed to be, so that our erectors, whether they're our staff or, or the customers or installers, have the product there when they need it. You know, anybody can offer a product. You know, anybody can make a piece of trim. Anybody can make a, a door. Uh, we want to service our customers better. You know, that's the one thing we offer is a high level of service. Both of these Strathroy Caradoc companies are growing, but it's interesting to see that they're approaching it in different ways. While Metalcore's evolution and growth has been rapid, Autotubes has been slow and steady. Neve says that's by design. Autotubes has always taken a very conservative approach to new business and growth. We focus on what we do best, which is light manufacturing and assembly. I will always remember it. My grandfather saying, do one thing and do it well. It's simple. It's a very simple statement, but I think that's really been the foundation that 
our company has prospered on for so long and why we have been able to grow at such a steady rate over the past 45 years. When companies grow, they often need to reconsider their physical locations and assets. They might need more land to build a bigger plant or a bigger office to accommodate a growing team. One of the goals of this episode was to find out why these expanding companies would choose to stay in Strathroy-Caradoc. I asked Neve if relocating was ever a consideration for Autotube. I don't think we'd ever consider relocating. Economically, it's a great spot for us since we do a lot of business with the U.S. So it's, it's really close to the border, which is, which is great. The, yeah, the people in this area have such a strong work ethics. We have been able to attract and keep so many incredible team members. Uh, honestly, Strathroy, it feels too much like home. And I just have so many memories of, there was this restaurant called, I think, Salt and Peppers. It's not there anymore, but I'd walk in with my dad and they'd all be saying hi because my dad would go there so, so often. And it was just so nice that I can still picture it in my head. You know, I think that just says so much about Strathroy as a community. I walked in for the first time and I already felt like I was part of the family, which is pretty awesome. Metalcore is newer to the community and therefore doesn't have as much history with it as Neve does. Up until recently, their moves just made economic or practical sense. Back when they left London, Mount Bridges was simply a more affordable option for their office. When they decided to start manufacturing, they found a place for a facility in nearby Strathroy. But when it came time to expand their manufacturing capacity even further, it was time to take a step back and look at the opportunity to go big consolidate their facilities, and bring most of their team under one roof. Thus, their loyalty to Strathroy Caradoc was put to the test. They did seriously consider a major urban location closer to their key markets of Toronto and Ottawa, but by doing so, they would have had to make sacrifices. But then I looked at Strathroy has been very good to us. A lot of our employees live in Strathroy, uh, Caradoc. We like being in a smaller area. We have a lot more flexibility. I think their building department and, uh, you know, the whole development is better in Strathroy. Uh, you know, I can walk into their office and, and sit and shake the building inspector's hand or talk to him if we have any issues. You know, Heather Lund has been a great ally for us. She believes in the same things that we do, you know, perform and do what you say you're going to do. So we made a decision collectively to stay in Strathroy, and we're really happy to be here. Of course, the decision to stay wasn't purely about their strong relationship with the community. Strathroy Caradoc also had the perfect site in the affordable Molnar Industrial Park. Strathroy has uh, really given us a really good deal on the property. We would have bought this property anywhere else. We would have to spend, you know, two to three million. And it's, uh, it's serviced. So we have the water, we have sewers. We don't have to worry about any of those services. Um, it's a really clean site. It's a brand new road going into it off of Wright Street. Uh, we're now looking at purchasing the lot across the street from us as well for warehousing. Construction is now well underway. When the project was announced in 2022, they estimated that they'd invest $2.5 million. As things progressed, they were inspired to double down, literally. Yeah, well, that's where we started with. Uh, we're probably more than double that. Today, uh, the facility alone will be closer to the $10 million mark. Our intention was not to build a facility. It was to sort of lease one, but we couldn't find one that suited our needs with cranes and 
loading capacities that we have. And because of the growth of our company, we decided that uh, building our own facility would help us. We collectively made a decision that we're going to invest in this company. For growing companies like Metalcore and Autotube, and even stable companies, labor availability is a hot topic right now. To get a feel for the state of the workforce here in Strathroy Caradoc, I asked both Neve and Frank about their hiring and retention experiences. First up is Neve. Autotube has 100 employees in their Strathroy plant, a pretty sizable workforce. Did they have any trouble finding workers? We definitely did around the time of COVID or when we were just kind of getting out of COVID. Uh, the labor situation, it's much improved since then. We've gotten a bunch of resumes coming in, which is great. I suppose you've got good retention as well. Yes, we do. We definitely do. Um, so that's kind of why we love being where we are. We tend to get a lot of Strathroy employees who have grown, lived and grown up in Strathroy. Retention is good at Metalcore, too. Better, apparently, than for many of the other companies in their field. With offices and crews across Ontario, Frank says he's noticed a trend. Retention's been really good. It seems like once they start with us, they stay with us. When we hire out of the smaller rural areas, we have a lot more success, like out of Elmer, St. Thomas. We don't have that same success out of the larger cities like Hamilton or Mississauga or Oakville. And then we've got the, the people from Strathroy. It's been, it's been really good. We've had a lot of support from Strathroy and uh, with the immigration, uh, Canadian immigration as well, hiring employees. And with having, you know, immigration growing, you know, we're bringing in quite a few uh, staff members either from India or from Vietnam, and it seems to work for us. We now are running two shifts at the plant, and I'll tell you, they're willing to do what it takes. They see the value there. They're happy to be with us. Um, this is the first year where we'll be doing other things like profit sharing and so on for all of our employees. You know, where we're looking at a better benefit package. I mean, that all leads to better retention of employees. My firm belief is that without customers and without employees, you don't have a business. So I think we've established that both of these companies are growing and they've been able to meet their workforce needs. But how do they feel about the future. For Autotube, Neve is feeling confident. She hopes to keep up their long track record of measured growth by investing in automation and embracing a low-carbon future. We have a few robotic work cells now. They still have to be manually fed, but we, you know where we do save labor with operator-wise, we actually are looking for more labor in terms of the software engineers, the automation, the electrical side of things for the, some of these robotic maintenance projects and, and work like that. So it all kind of evens out, but automation is definitely something that we're working towards and constantly trying to implement where we can. What else are you dreaming up for the company? That's a, that's a loaded question. I have so many aspirations <laughs> for this, <laughs> but uh, no, we, we definitely plan to continue with our current products. Right now we supply mainly internal combustion engines. And as I'm sure most of us have heard, electric vehicles are are on the rise. Um, I, I don't think that internal combustion engines are going away as quickly as everyone thinks they are, but we are definitely working on getting our foot in the door when it comes to other EV products. 
which we are more than capable of doing. We have a few EV parts on different vehicles now that we're just quoting on. So that's exciting. Um, but no, I, I'm excited to see what happens in the automotive industry with the EV shift, the talk of hydrogen fuel cell engines, and what will happen to internal combustion engines. And it's it's definitely going to be a challenge for me and as the third generation coming in, but I'm excited to take it on and, and see where it goes. At Metalcore, their incredible growth is expected to keep on coming. Frank credits a lot of this to the company's young CEOs and staff who bring energy and vision to the company. It's nice to have to work with a lot of young people that have a, a different vision than I would have had at my age. They have a better outlook with things. Uh, all of our staff are all educated here in London. Uh, they either come from Fanshawe or from Western, uh, and they have a different outlook than, than most people do. So, I mean, we're, we're double digit growth every year. I've never seen that in my, in my career. You know, if you've got a four or 5% growth year over year, you're doing really well. You know, one year we, we did 50% better than the year before. And last year it was 25%. This year going into next, it's going to be 25 to 30. And with the door manufacturing, they may jump that up to 50% growth next year. We don't see it slowing down for us because we're in multiple different construction fields like commercial, industrial, agricultural, the storage market, um, you know, from A to Z, we'll be doing every part and piece when it comes to storage. And when it comes down to even agriculture, we're looking at expanding our whole facility uh, outlook and, you know, uh, possibly doing frames for our uh, pre-engineered uh, buildings as well. We've got salespeople in Alberta, so that'll probably be our next expansion uh, will be possibly production facility in Western Canada. We've got salespeople in Ontario because Ontario is the biggest part of our business. We've just uh, hired a salesperson to support the U.S. side. There is nobody in this in the country that does what we do. Both of these companies are clearly thriving, and they're doing it right here in Strathroy Caradoc. That's not by random chance. Both credit the capital M municipality and the good local business environment as contributors to their past and future growth. Our experience has been very positive working with the town, which is why we have remained in Strathroy for so long. We've reached out when we did need some expansions and if we were looking to expand in the future, um, they have been extremely helpful. We've gotten a lot of good contacts. They've put us in touch with other people who might be renting or selling land. So it's they've they've been great. We do a lot of business with other local companies in Strathroy, which is very helpful to have them close by. For example, some of our electrical needs, machine fixes, new machine designs and builds. Almost all of these companies are within a 20 minute drive from us. So I describe it as it's a very well diversified business area when it comes to our needs and, and when we need outside service for certain things. Frank echoed this sentiment. It's a refreshing thing to be dealing with uh, Strathroy Caradoc compared to the way it's been for us in the past. And in, in my previous career, I dealt with a lot of big municipalities in the U.S. And it's unheard of what these people are willing to do at Strathroy Caradoc. I know the mayor was in, in, in our office a couple of weeks ago, which is unheard of, right? But for somebody to come in and spend three to four hours with you just because he's interested in your business. You know, it, it, it's actually been a pleasant surprise for us. 
we never expected the relationship to be as good as it is between us and Strathroy Caradoc. You say you'd recommend it to uh, to similar manufacturers, would you? Oh, absolutely, we would. And the more that's there, like right now, we've got we're going to be discussing with Grace Transport on being our preferred uh, freight company. They're across the street from us. You've got Norbeck now that just moved into town for insulated metal panels. They're down the road from us. We've had a relationship with them. We buy all their IMPs when it comes down to insulated metal panels. Uh, they're going to be doing a lot of trim work with us. So it, it, it's really good to have, you know, supporting cast to Metalcore that, that is just around the corner instead of us going all the way to Quebec or going into Houston, uh, Texas, or going into North Carolina. And it just helps the whole community, you know, in a better way. So the more more businesses, more manufacturing we can get into Strathroy, the better it's going to be for everybody. Thank you to Neve Hall from AutoTube and Frank Fuca from Metalcore for coming on the show. If you'd like to learn more about these companies, their websites are linked in the show notes. If you think Strathroy Caradoc might be a great place for your business to take root, visit investstrathroy-caradoc.ca. It has commercial real estate listings, more information about business supports and the local economy. And for those of you who'd rather get the information directly from a person, Heather Lalonde's contact coordinates. Next time on the Growing Strathroy Caradoc podcast, we explore what's behind this community's residential growth by talking to two locals with very different experiences. Follow us on Apple, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform to be notified when it drops. This podcast was produced by Storied Places Media. Thanks for listening.